For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in. Like, you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. Yes. <laughs> Um, first of all, uh, at the top of the show, I want to address mm-hmm. uh, certain controversial. Oh, you're talking flowers? Like, like Kissel. You're busting this for me. You're talking weeds? No, you're busting this <laughs> fucking for me. I want to address the controversial topic that is at the center of every American conversation right now. Uh-huh. And I want you all to know our stance on it and how important it is. Are and you going to speak for me this on this? Yes. Oh my yes, God. Well, I'm a little nervous um, now. Just so you know, this is a big, uh, again, obviously the whole country's kind of torn apart. It's, we may be a little bit late on this, yep. but I want us to say who gives a fucking shit about daffodils or <laughs> dandelions. You are um, about to have a mutiny on your hands, my friend. The flower people are coming for you. I've heard. I didn't know the horticulturalists were so aggressive. I've and heard. I also didn't quite realize how unbelievably sensitive people can be. Well, of course, they're flower scientists, okay? <laughs> but I get it, I get it. There is a difference. Maybe we were confused. I was also in Kissel's world. I'm not, I'm gonna blame being a part of Kissel's world for it, a second. It is a lifestyle that not everyone can handle. It's true. I just tried to make a hero of the week that involved a millionaire planting flowers, even though he could have saved a anything lot of children. Else. He could have done no one seemed else. to care about that part. No, 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 no. But again, you know what I also heard about fucking daffodils yeah so now i know it wasn't dandelions it was daffodils that he was planting in the field but guess what dandelions are fucking poisonous to dogs that's exactly what so i was how saying about garbage with literally he might as well be putin putin just you see him putin when, when they were in ukraine they went to ukraine and they're trying to make him say oh no no stop hitting me oh man meanwhile putin's like oh you're hitting yourself quit hitting yourself quit hitting yourself right, about I'm, right. I'm boiling it down yeah. and then putin he poisoned them just like that fucking millionaire with the daffodils is trying to fucking poison old dogs. So fuck him. Fuck daffodils. Fuck dandelions. Fuck Putin. Fucking let's go with the goddamn show. All right. Also, people also ask, according to Google, are daffodils and dandelions the same? The answer, according to sciencealert.com, they're both the same plant. All right, everyone. My welcome fuck. to Side I Stories. Am, I, I feel like the argument has been done. We, we did it. I don't even know anymore. And that also could be wrong. Apparently, daffodils versus dandelions is something that people constantly Google. I this didn't know they I'm were saying. fighting. And then guess what, I have no clue what the hell then, is wrong with them. This is Side Stories. Is, I'm Ben. That's Henry. This is me. I guess what, man? In, in Atlanta, oh, one of you funny little people. Love Atlanta. One of you funny little people. Honestly, love Atlanta. It was so my second home. It was so good to see everybody. So Honestly, we had some of the best live shows we've had all tour this weekend. Oh, it was so, so much fun. But then one of you little fuckers, mm-hmm. you showed up 
what you thought was funny little daffodils, right? Like, sure. oh, we'll torture them all. I thought that we'll was kind of cute. It was really fun. But guess what? You know what I found out? What? Weren't daffodils at all. What were they? John Quills. They were John Quills. So you were also wrong. Wow. That person trying to all roast right. me from the fucking inside out was also incorrect. Leave. Fuck Putin. Fuck daffodils. Fuck polonium. Leave my daffodils out of your mouth. Oh, wow. Leave my wow. daffodils out of your mouth. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, my wife gets fucked by every man in town. <laughs> you better leave. I don't want to. Be, I don't want to comment on. I don't even want to comment. You didn't on have it. to. I'd have to do it. I did it for you. Good work. Forty-eight Absolutely. hours after the news cycle, thank fucking Christ, it's passed. But you know what? It was kind of refreshing, wasn't it? No. The slap heard around the world. It wasn't. To me, I don't want to talk but about. You know it. what that is? I really don't want to talk about it's it. Steven, in any way, it's shape, Stephen versus Irene. That's the best. That is the big slap. That's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> All right. So we actually. I want to talk about what I think I wish I could have done after Sunday. What could you have done after Sunday? A group jump with my whole family off a building. Well, now, how, uh, how high is the building? Also, it's just you, Natalie, and Wendy. I know. I want somebody then, else's family. I'm going so to take somebody else's family. Yeah, because I feel like if you're going to do a group jump, it can't just be you, your wife, and the dog, because then it's a murder-suicide. It's a murder-suicide. And then Wendy is also like... Did you have to kill the dog? It's dog aside. Also, I don't know. I think little dogs, they can fall. I have seen Jerry fall <laughs> so many. Like, I swear to God, little dogs can fall. Squirrels can fall. From a so seventh floor balcony? Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. How far has your little dog fallen? Because I want to say they could survive a fall. They could. seventh floor? Because they're so little? Well, I think, or they're like one of those little maple leaves where they just spin. Because Wendy's got little folds. It's cute. Just like father. Like daughter, like father. All right. So now this is, uh, they think that this might be cult activity. but It's a cult alert. Blah, blah, blah. Four family members died. And one seriously injured in an apparent what they are, they're calling a quote unquote group jump, and I think oh. they like this. They like calling it a group jump. This is a fr- this is a French family. Um, it was a forty oh, year old French, man. The French fall hard. The fromage, mm. the wine, the cream. I feel like the French are one of those. You look at a vessel of French. Roberto Benini, for example, he's I'm, Italian. Whatever, um, but he's tiny, right? And sure. you think thin. of a Frenchman thin, and you look at him, you're like, they're very thin, but they're thick and they're full, and they weigh a lot more than they look. See, That's more, why the French are secretly very powerful. It's the butter. It is the, the fat content of their food. Exactly. They live longer and they still smoke. And they love it. I, that's why I love the French. I don't have no idea how they live longer, but they do. And that is because they are on a health, a healthy diet of all cheese based products. It's because they only work seven hours a week. Aww. Now, this French family was a 40 year old man, wife, 41. Um, and then the two uh, twin sisters, it was both, a, they were eight years old and they jumped. The couple's son, who also jumped, was 15, was seriously injured, but lived. Now, they don't know what happened. So apparently, this family is. This is a Swiss family that has already had a lot of attention from the police. What they the went um, and they have been, uh, I guess, wheeled. There's not a lot of details that have come out about the story. I was looking into it because it is really interesting. The idea of a group family jump, I find, is, uh, I mean, obviously, Michal, but also yeah. very like, the, you know, like, again, it's so hard to get a family to even agree what to, what restaurant to go to. Well, absolutely. How do you get everybody to jump off the building? Well, that's the sign of good parenting gone horribly wrong because they got their children to do what they wanted. But unfortunately, what they wanted was to jump off of a building. It was suicide. So the four people were pronounced dead at the scene, an eight-year-old girl, the child's mother and father, and the mom's twin sister. And a 15-year-old boy is said to have catastrophic injuries and is in grave condition. It shows you the human body is hard to kill. 
Yeah, well, it can be. If you don't Especially blow if up you, the head. If you fall on the rest of your family and it breaks your fall, <laughs> that is, if I'm this 15-year-old, I'm like, just pull the plug. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't How know. do you live like this? Well, or you do come out of it. Maybe one thing that could be good if, if they do happen to live, maybe it'll help them understand what happens to them. Or maybe they can actually describe to the police what the fuck went on, went on inside that house. So oh, what gosh. actually seemed to have spurred on the jump was that apparently in Switzerland. And I imagine this this sounds nice, much better than our system. If you have a homeschool situation, so these sure. kids were homeschooled, which is okay. why they think it's some form of religious cult activity, because they got pulled away from society. Sure. We didn't know what was happening, but we were homeschooled for a little while when I was growing up. But you know what that taught me? How to go shopping at Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> because my mom used to say, well, You want to go shopping at Piggly Wiggly? I'm like, that's a great lesson to learn today, mom. And then, but you know what she did truly do? What? I would count up the how much our products cost as we were shopping. And then I would try to guess what the tax would be. That's actually good. That was it. Worked. It sort of trains you just to become a manager at Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> which honestly is a bad. That's not a bad career. It's not a bad career at all. Oh. Absolutely not. It's. But, I'm just saying. My parents, we weren't doing ritual um, suicide rituals and uh, preparing to one day jump from a seven-story building. Not yet. Not yet. You didn't get there yet. No. Um, but so apparently, in the Swiss government, what they have to do is, and maybe I'm incorrect. Side stories. Lpotl at gmail.com. Tell me if I'm wrong about this but i think uh, i don't know if it's this different but there every year you have to go and let the government come into your home and look at your homeschooling like setup they have okay. to look at what you're teaching them and they have to approve i know that uh in order for you to like let's say i had friends that were homeschooled that then went into a public high school right that what they would do is they would have to test in like yes, a lot of times i actually had a chance to skip fourth grade oh wow because i tested into sixth grade um, because of the homeschooling, and then I mean, actually, my mom must have taught me something. Yeah, I knew how to read. Well, you're bright. You're bright in your way. In my way. Yeah, yeah. not in math. I'm not neither. building bridges. You Let's better not that. be. If you oh, are, emotional bridges through society, because obviously we need to heal. Also, physical bridges, because you can really lay your feet on one side of a, a gap and then grab it onto the other side, and then a bunch of small people can run across your back. That's why people like me are needed when people go on amazing journeys. But you will, you will die in that that scenario no. you will fall your grip will fall oh no i would have to come back towards the end and save everybody someone my size doesn't really die now you you're the huckster the jokester oh is that me you have to sacrifice yourself for the greater whole i'm not going to though i you think have, i have you, you have know this to. right now you, you have i to. want everyone at That's home to the know rule. i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not going down with the fucking ship well then i'm, I'm not, not picard then i'm not writing jokes for you and then you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to be the you're gonna have to be the incel character then guess, who also dies. I guess so. That's fine. fine. Um, but so the Swiss government they showed up to do their yearly checkup on yeah. them to see whether or not like you guys neo Nazis. Let's just find out. <laughs> and then they went in there and they found out that uh, they went. And they knocked on the door. They oh. were like they were like Swiss police. We are here to take your chocolate. And then outside, it smells like them. They heard them scuttle around. Right, obviously going. <laughs> On the other uh, side. Like Ace were, Ventura. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, they uh, they heard the squiggle, and they said, but the thing was, again, interesting, it's a liberal country, they have to have true probable cause to just bust into your door. Oh, it's not like here where they just bust it down, start randomly and shooting and ask questions later. And then put a gun in your dead hand and then right. sprinkle some crack on you like the so Dave Chappelle bit. So it's different there. Yes, okay. in its own way. I actually do learn a lot. I love French protests. The French are like, they fuck do. with me for one second. 
We protest for all. We protest for years. They understand. I love the French. They understand that there are more of them than there are people in the government. Mm-hmm. And all they have to do is stop showing up to work and then things somehow magically change. And if I move to France, it's not like America. America is a melting pot. You assimilate, but then yes. also you bring your culture. You add spice. Absolutely. In France, I'm just French. Oh, you better I'm just, be. I'm not complaining. I'm not going to say anything. But that's, the borscht is too cold. I'm not mentioning anything. But that's the other problem, too, is if you're not French, then they're super rude to you. Yes. That's why I would. Now fuck your wife. They'll do whatever possible. They won't let you eat there. They won't have to let you have access to the chase. Keep that salami out of your mouth. That's why I like Italy. But oh, I love I Italy. love Italy. But then, but so the Swiss police, they knocked in, but because they did not hear anything suspicious, they couldn't enter the door forcibly, so they knocked again. We're like, please, and we men not to come here, pretty please, give me sad. And then uh, they all plummeted to their death. They watched them oh, all just walk gosh. to the top of the building, jump off. So who fucking knows? This is according to a neighbor. This is what they told a quarter. I mean, I'm not going to do an accent. Henry can probably do it, but he said it was a quarter to seven. I got out of the shower, had a coffee, and heard a thud. Oh, yeah. For... Then he says, I thought it was a bad film. I couldn't look at the image for more than a few seconds. So I guess he looked at it and then he judged the quality of the suicide and said, like, uh, it's not quite Jerry Lewis. It's not they've qu- really spread themselves out as some kind of star pattern. Yeah. It would be nice if there were some kind of artistic kind of direction yeah. for their series here. I'm also forgetting the name of this fantastic zombie film. It's a French film. It came out about four years ago. It all takes place in this apartment complex. Oh, it is I so know what you're talking Talking Just about. Google, you'll be able to I find know, it on it's Google. Really, really good. But it's so freaking badass. It, it reinterprets the zombie film in a way. This that is, is what is that movie? Oh, mutants. mutants. Um, the Horde. It's either it's mutants or Horde. The I Horde. Want to say the Horde. Yes, yes, I think the Horde sounds right. Fucking anyway. That's this from Horde thirteen is, years ago. They are. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, we are fucking dying soon. Oh god. Yes. Okay, I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Either way, this family did not come back as zombies. Uh, well, maybe no. one did. Maybe the, well, the youngest. Either way. I, I hope he can shed some light because now they are going through the apartment oh. trying to figure out what the hell happened. We're going to hopefully also find out as interested people whether or not there was some form of uh, it could be religious cult. Could be. What do we could know about be. family? The fa- family annihilators that if the father had lost his job and then the mother maybe is. Go to work. Where's the job? Where's the money? The kids are going to stay. Oh I don't know God. what she's like. Sure. Or she lost her job. Let's go. Go to work. The kids are going to starve. Oh, my God. Car. We're doomed. Yeah, yeah. Your breasts better be working today because I'm home <laughs> vacuuming. Like, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Or is it something even more nefarious? Who? Uh, but I... I do hope that more news comes out very soon. Absolutely. And of course, please, God, uh, feel free. You know, people criticize people all the time for walking out on their family. Sometimes that's the best option. Always if the bail. other option is killing them or having them jump off a tall building, walking away. And then 15 years later, then you can tell them I was going to kill you. And then they would say, you know what, dad, mom, I forgive you. It yes. wasn't great. But still, but thank you I'm for alive. not killing me. I'm alive. Well, they- actually, as a matter of fact, I just watched for the first time Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I have to say, I know the movie doesn't need my plug, but I loved it. It was so fun, and that movie was about a daughter trying to connect with a father, <laughs> and it was powerful. You've become my mother. You've become my mother. <laughs> but that really is the movie. You guys get that movie just finally got the well-deserved kissel bump it- <laughs> about five months after it came out, and it's I really was, important I was, I for almost, somebody to stick up for these major blockbuster films. I know. Someone has to. Uh, I mean, they're all over uh, soon enough. But um, I 
planes make me more emotional. There is a scientific study that says you cry more in planes. It's lack of oxygen. The, the final scenes of Ghostbuster Afterlife. Oh my God! They are all very thought, old. They are, but I actually, Marcus was uh, Marcus and Henry and I have different opinions on all of this. I like seeing old people. I. I'm the opposite. Well, I talked about this. I wish that the whole movie was the old guys and no new children. I like Paul Rudd, but I don't need him in there. I, I wish well, it was all. I, I love the movie Old Dogs and Space Cowboys. You're thinking of Wild Hogs. But the Wild Hogs isn't there also Old Dogs? Is it Old Dogs or what if Wild Hogs? You can't hogs? teach Old Dogs new tricks. There was. A, I want to say there was. You can two. teach an old dog to suck its dick. You can by folding it in half. And, and when you get older, you get more flexible. If you have what's because one had. Tim Allen in it, yes. and one had Morgan Freeman in it. Wild Hogs, Top Dogs? I don't top remember. Top Dogs? Who knows? Everyone's well, yelling at their radio right now. Either way, if you're watching a movie with old men, you're going to want some beer. But I wanted to be all old men. I know. You like the movie, like Cocoon. I'm just saying, I like. I want to see them you get, like, see, do things. I want, you know, I want I have to see a, Peter Venkman. I have a, I have a great um, food-based website for you to go to. It's called Lemon Party. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all about lemonade. And- oh, let me look that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to be happy for the rest of your <laughs> life, don't let the pretty woman know. Wow, it's still up. Wow, Lemon Party's still up. It'll never be. And for those that haven't seen Lemon Party, give Whoa. it a Google when the kids aren't around. Lemonparty.org. It is a government website. Um, <laughs> All right. I want to do this one story. Oh, yes, please. Because the mind. I have said. Oh, wow, I just can't times, believe I just saw that picture again. It's been so long. What I know, a blast right? for the past. It's uh, almost innocent now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, the mind is a powerful thing, and the worst thing that can happen to the mind is when the body shuts down around it, but the mind is still strong. That's called that, Lou Gehrig's disease. That is my fucking ultimate nightmare. nightmare. I don't want now, to be trapped in me because my mind is worse with with a th- working body. Th- my th- mind is horrible. Thankfully, science, science, science. It is coming to the rescue of the people who are currently trapped in their own bodies. There's a man who had Lou Gehrig's paralyzed. Um, he's now only 36 years old. This happened to God. him uh, in around 2019. He became in a self-locked-in state. I'm now, I die. am of a uh, mind... I can, I sleeping is my favorite thing to do. I love my little brain sometimes. I feel like I could make a metaverse. I think I could make a metaverse in my brain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It could also go south. Oh, yes. And then I'm in hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be trapped in one of those dreams where it's like a play and I don't have the script or I'm getting, you know, I'm getting R'd by fucking George Washington or something. I don't need that. You know, I hate that. It really scares me. Unless it's July 4th. Then it's like, thank you for your service. So he's 36. He had two square electrode uh, air, air rays surgically implanted into his brain, right? So he's just sitting there. And then now, because of these uh, electrodes, they're able to kind of figure out, like, what the dude wants. They, they basically set it up. And it's, it creates a narrow – it's a neurofeedback paradigm where he figures out a way. What they'll do is they present letters in yes. front of his physical eyes. And then within his brain, he's able to say yes or no with a specific – Specific signal, so he gets to slowly build sentences over a period of time. And like all good men, the first two things that he said <laughs> are so. I'm just gonna say the c word. They're cute. He said, "I want a beer." I mean, he. That's not cute. That is. That shows. That speaks to my soul in such a just way. Because you imagine three years of no beer. Also, why can't they just go and like tip him up a little bit, and then the kid can give him a little PBR. That- 
I, I'm certain they, well, he might not be he able to swallow. swallow. But he apparently what they're saying is that he can taste enough because he likes curry and stuff. So they changed oh. up the food that goes up into his in his throat tube that goes down into his throat because. You I know hope what, it's not chicken vindaloo. Because you know what because else? Because I'll tell you that thing. I had that yesterday and it is currently tear me up. You know, and this is true. You can taste just as much through your butt as you can through your mouth. <laughs> that is, no, your butt does Absolutely not. Can. No, no, Henry. Absolutely Actually, can. this is where I get mad at you. This is your. This is my broken clock moment. No, nope. because if you could taste through your asshole, you would be tasting shit every day. Can you five taste? times a day? No, I'm looking up right now. That is so. I'm looking up right I am now. so can happy there are taste buds through your butt. Okay, recently researchers are finding that the taste buds oh are present from the mouth to the anus. No, no, and no. They actually, the testicles have taste receptors as well. You this are, no, I am not insider. even dealing with this. Now, yeah, and then resetter says, could, could you could taste your anus or is that an urban myth? And then someone says like, oh yeah, well, technically, all right, hey, listen, I can't find conclusive evidence on Google. People say you can taste up to your ass. Does anybody know the ability of the statement? Do you want to sound like that guy? Um, well, do you, wanna, do you want that person to sound like um, you? Yeah, I mean, He's just curious and with a dumb voice. But well, yes, the man requested, it's just different. It's a different type of taste. He requested different types of food to be fed through his tubes, including goulash soup, sweet pea soup. And he says, for food, I want to have curry with potato, then bolognese and potato soup. At what point do we say like, okay, buddy, let's, let's not, we're not fine oh, dining yeah, here. What is it's this? still a hospital. Oh, right? we ain't no, but we then ain't. the second thing he requested, other than beer and food, he told his son he loved him. He said, I love my cool son. Isn't that nice? <laughs> that is really nice. So, he didn't need the extra letters. This really isn't true crime, but from a science perspective and, of course, just, I don't know, from the brain, I just think it's interesting. And uh, as someone, I've seen some people with ALS. It's the single saddest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's and very scary. I, at this point, I still think if I got diagnosed with it, speaking of jumping off a tall bridge, I give myself a month and then I kind of roll off no, something I'd, tall. No, I would definitely, we all have a pact. If we, are in a, I will, if we are all in a coma, that there's no way we're coming back from. I will definitely pay a sex worker to have them come because like my wife, Natalie's going to do it to me. I will make sure that someone comes to your bed, a big woman, but I make sure, and kills you with her tits or her I butt. I want to make sure that they don't get prosecuted though. No, that's why I'm going to make sure that they wear a mask, like some kind of balaclava, or I think that you just get him in and out there. We'd say it's some kind of religious thing. But like, honestly, we could, can we put a yarmulke on her and say, we like, oh, do. well, this, he's very Jewish. This is very well, deep within the Orthodox Jewish parameters. Can I just say that? I Well, I think if, I it, was, if it was accurate, maybe that could be a way out. Um, but I don't think that is. Just make it up. Uh, I'm sure we could. I'm sure I could sign up. I, I could create my own religion that has a mandated ending clause. Ending clause, and then yes, perhaps we can wiggle our way through that. I mean, hey, Scientology so, can do it, so why can't we? This is. Oh, I don't understand. All right, so I'm looking deeper into deeper. If whether or not you can taste in your fucking rectum, but what it's saying here is that, like this is the example they use. Well, it's like yes, of course, if you do rub capucin from a pepper into your into your lips, your nose, and then also place that, the same capucin on not your tasting. anus. Yeah, obviously not. No, I know that's incorrect. That's just saying, oh, you're saying burning my asshole with yeah. fucking pepper juice. Yeah, I can exactly. feel that. Yeah, I can quote unquote taste that. You're pouring fucking pepper juice. You're pouring hot sauce into my fucking asshole. The only way we could do this is if we were, we would have to get a time machine, become Howard Stern, and do this in the early 90s where we would have five models all get different food placed in their assholes and if they could tell us that's ketchup then i would say wow you can really taste that's mustard and if god knows the poor guy who gets the spicy brown uh mm. mustard that's gonna burn it up but at this point i think it's safe to say you can't eat uh you can't taste through your asshole so don't 
eat through your asshole. Rub also, oil you- of pepper up inside your <sighs> nose, you'd feel the same burning sensation. Yes, but what else? What else can you taste? Honestly, I would love to know. Side stories, lpotl gmail.com. If you tasted with your butt recently, fucking tell us. Honestly, give us content. I know that people do it with the butt chugging and things like but that. But you just get hammered that way. It goes through the membrane. Exactly. Not and much I, easier. And I never heard of anybody tasting. I don't think, again, I don't. Because it's probably Natty Light. If well, you're butt chugging, this isn't the good stuff. I would not it's butt not chug a, Macallan it's not a dupe, 12. Like a, like, a, what's it, like a triple. Like It's not one of those Belgian nice beers. You're not going to get a no, Trappist. No, I actually only butt chug IPA. Whoa. Yeah, no, bro. You, you butt chug Natty Light, bro? A butt chug IPA. Actually, a bunch of stout up your butt might be nice. That if could you, cleanse it. Ooh, a stout well, enema? We might have Does some, that happen? We'll have some time in uh, in Ireland, and uh, we'll be able to figure out what to do <laughs> with all that Guinness. I'm sure if we ask some Irish guys, hey, do you think you can pour some Guinness up my ass? It'll go really well. I'm pretty. Yeah, I remember now one of the things I said on stage in Ireland that there's only one cup of Guinness that's ever been created, and you just <laughs> shit it out, out. because <laughs> it is wow, it's, it's thick. It's uh, the exact same. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.
McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Bravo. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, now here we go. This is a dream that some people have, but you shouldn't. I feel like this is a good cautionary tale about living out your fantasies at work and what you should or shouldn't do. And also a thing that I say here at Last Podcast Network that I think is really important, I think is very presidential of me, never in writing. If you want to have, say, anything that's really fun, really fun, something outside the box, you keep it in a person-to-person conversation, on a balcony, somewhere where none of I, neither one of you live. But if you don't put it in writing, how can you make it real? That's, I mean, this is called a vision chart. Keep it up this, here. Yeah, but... Keep it up here. Draw it into the, a sigil. Draw it into a Wouldn't sigil, even know. perhaps. Okay. No, this is Utah man. He's charged after his boss found his employee hit list on his desk. Now, this isn't like a hit on list. This isn't like, Arthur Becky's cute. Well, that would probably be a worse offense by whoa. today's office whoa, culture. Yes, I would whoa, say, whoa, hello, whoa, watch whoa. out, watch out. I'm going to say this, though. Maybe the man had a hit list because his boss is a Snoopy Doopy. Get the heck out of my desk. This is my desk. This is my area. When I worked for eight months in a corporate setting, oh, it was horrible. I took a shit next to Bill O'Reilly. Ooh, speaking of something that I wish he could taste out of his ass. You should have fucking, all the times you've been around him when you could have tried to suck his dick and get some fucking evidence on him. (laughs) You could have done anything possible. We just talked with Fernando about wearing a wire and going down to one of these cocaine and fucking, uh, what are these senator parties they're all doing? Yeah, Madison Cawthorn was invited to Being a human coffee table over there like getting some poopoo on you but guess what we'll forget a whole list of who's there because lpn investigates <laughs> now this utah man kevin michael german he's 56 years fun and he was a german with a j action. by the way don't know why i feel i have to clarify that i think but. it's important um so they didn't know what was going on he was a u.s army veteran uh he i like in this article he claims to have served in iraq he's uh, charged with making terrorist threats which is a felony uh and this is what the thing is they they found the mm-hmm. the note, and this is what the note said. And this is why they actually prosecuted him, is because they said they looked at his military background and they felt that he had both the know-how and the tools to be able to do yeah, these actions. Yeah, cops said they think he had firearms knowledge, he had experience to carry out yes. the plan he'd written down on a paper. But yeah, especially with his military background. But yeah, okay. So I'm is this a at fantasy? We okay, talked about I'm this looking at it show. now. I see. Okay, go on, go so on. So is this a fantasy or is it a direct plan? We again, cannibal <sighs> cop comes up again and again. Is it a fantasy or is it an actual plan? So this is what this is what his note said. Okay. Bring nine millimeter with three clips equals 36 rounds. Bring nine millimeter assault rifle with two extended clips that equals 20 rounds. Mm-hmm. Bring Smith and Wesson 22 caliber with extended mags. Three. That's 65 rounds. Three guns thus far. First take out two and shop two. Then take out whoever is in loadout two. Then the mineral office three. Then whoever is in the handout area two or three. Next take out skid loader operator one. Then the office take out three. Then one in the CUG loadout. That's 14 total kills. Have to take out internet so no calls from the landline. Build cell jammer so signals could be jammed. If police arrive, take a position high up to use snipe to use 308 millimeter for this. Is it weird that it breaks down... I, I play Call of Duty sometimes. Sure. It 
breaks down almost like a nerd writing down how True. they would go and commit you yes. know, uh, to do uh, you know a Call of Duty mission or something like that. The weird yes. thing about it is, as Henry just read it, that's verbatim. There is no like, hi, my name is Stu, and this mean, is like, why I'm mad. Well, he didn't but, even like frame it with like, you could have been like in an imaginary world where bad right. things happen. This is a thing that could happen. Because what he said afterwards, which is one of my favorite defenses ever, it's one of my favorite type of defenses, where he was like, what you guys don't understand is that was a plan if somebody did all that for me to think what they're thinking so I could outthink them and stop them. First of all, thank you for your service. <laughs> Second of all, I am, uh, you know, it's going to take, a, a felony is a very serious charge. It It'll is. It'll take a lot more than just that letter, in my personal opinion. Did you fart? To, no, I did not. Hmm. Uh, it would take a lot more, in my personal opinion, to charge this man with a felony, because that's life-changing shit. Well, and as far as I know, it's just a letter. And, okay, again, we don't condone violence. Truly, don't. But office settings beat the fuck out of you. They sure. beat you down. They're emotionally draining. Fan your boss nothing, yells at you. There's, there's nothing th illegal about fantasizing, but you don't write the note and put it inside of your office and then have all of the guns that he listed in his note. This is the thing. He mm. had all of the guns. He had the extended mags. He had all of the shit he was talking about. He had the, the when they went to his home, they had all of whatever his fantasy idea about building, building a cell phone jammer. It was all there. So technically, he did have every single one of the things that he said that was in the letter technically when the yeah, cannibal you know cop what? did his his defense was correct because he didn't have yes he all did of the he had the rope he had the names but he, he had the addresses the he used the police database oven. he didn't have there all the stuff that he wanted is a human size that's just an oven you bend up a body i could put you in this is thought crime you i'm not even gonna say the sentence because of my roots but Oh, really interesting. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's more like genetic I, knowledge coming through I, that you would know oven, how to properly dispose of a group of human bodies inside of giant I set engineered you up for that, And I deserve you to did be thanked. You did. I'm just saying I, I could I could shove you in a series <laughs> of small heated rooms. That's all I'm saying. So that is that is an oven is a human size oven. I'm just saying that but, is this is not thought crime. According to uh, the affidavit, German told investigators that he wrote the note on Wednesday during a lunch break. He tried to explain he was, quote, just <laughs> thinking about it at working hours. He, Come on. I did it during an unbillable time. It, I mean, you know, that's also, my person type. You should get paid on your lunch break as well. Yes. But that's a whole nother thing. We're going to talk about that on Top Hat. Fuck Applebee's and the CEO. I'm never going there again. Okay. Um, he tried to explain that, quote, he was thinking about what would happen if there was a mass shooting. <laughs> so but true talk, when you're in an office, you do an hour of work a day. There's no need to be there for eight hours. It's a total farce. It's all fake. It's all, far. it's it's all, all, it's all fake. fake right? most, most of working in office is faking having work to do while inside of the office. It's waiting until you can go to the bathroom, but not to the point where people think you have a medical condition. I would go to so the bathroom. every 30 minutes. Yes. Every, well, but normally what I would do is I would do one 45-minute sesh in the stall each half of day. So <laughs> I would divide up the day by I would go to lunch about one. You have and to. It, and from nine to one, I would pick a, a 45-minute window where I I milled around the bathroom, Absolutely. then went inside of the bathroom, stayed in there, put my feet up on top of the toilet so everyone can even see you underneath the stall. Then I come out and we do the same somewhere around 3.30 to 4.30. That's called being the office gargoyle. Um, so he was talking about mass shootings. And hey, you know what, buddy? As soon as they don't happen, then this man doesn't have to think about them. But they happen all the freaking time. So this is what he says. He said, I told Kevin that when I read the note, that it is not what I think the note means. That's not what you think it means. And that's how you know it, it is what you think it means. When a man has to yell, well, that's not what you think it means. 
And then he explained to Kevin his concerns about his inside knowledge and the plan he had to climb on top of the tower and snipe law enforcement. Well, this is why he also got really the reason why they're also pointing towards it, because he had he had some really hardball thoughts about political correctness, because he said this like he did a little funny Facebook thing where, you know, a conversation between a gunny sergeant and a normal sergeant. Sergeant, we had a Marine use the open door policy today involves you. Okay, gunny. Did you tell PFC Snuffy to shut the fuck up and get back to work? Absolutely. <laughs> Reason being, because I don't want PFC Snuffy to continue speaking and I wanted her to get back to work. I understand, but what caused you to say that? Well, after I put out what needed to be done for the day, PFC Snuffy was being told what to do and kept asking why. So after the third why, I calmly told PFC Snuffy to shut the fuck up and do what the fuck she's told. Then after she made the sad face, I told her to get the fuck back to work. You can't just curse at non-rates like that. Why, Gunny? Because he can't anymore, Sergeant. But why, Gunny? Because these Marines are too sensitive and they complain about everything. Oh, I but mean, why, Gunny? Basic. Because I goddamn said so. Ah, shit, motherfucker. Well, I'd like to use the lieutenant's open door policy, Gunny. You get the fuck out of my office. Why? He did it again. He, should, right. he should write for Fallon. That's funnier than it literally is. any single thing that is on late night comedy. It really is. But uh, yeah, he was against he all suffers. political fret. He was against that. For well, some that's, I mean, and, that, and that's an indictment right there it is really not but <laughs> 56 uh, years old army vet i would expect nothing else and of course when it comes to uh, all of those things anyone's allowed to speak as they want to freely but uh, be careful social media as marcus says in the live show is a virus and it's not real it is not Apparently, real but our, man- our, our employees are free to speak though Absolutely. Fernando can have whatever That's opinion the, he wants about the show. We have to speak. That's our job. But I'm saying Fernando can speak. Our employees are allowed to say whatever they want. Technically, I've caught three or four kill lists from our employees. <laughs> and you know what? Each one of them, I say creative. What I do is a lot of times I give structural notes. Oh, is that right? And I say, right? like, hey, actually, what we need is, like, why are you killing up top you first? You want the why. Then how. Then what you'll do afterwards. And then shout outs. Because if we're not doing a Dorner <laughs> style, there is no reason to do a kill list. Shout out to Hillary. Okay, so he apparently. Kevin uh, German, he suffers from headaches and migraines oh, constantly. Oh, wow. Oh, no. And he has type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, blood pressure, His Parkinson's fault. His joint fault. pain. Oh, no. no, not Parkinson's. Not Parkinson's. And then he also takes a ton of medication and uh, on a daily basis, <laughs> it includes injections of morphine. So can we just say... Maybe that's why the letter is a little bare bones. I think that his brain isn't creative at this point. If you're constantly on a morphine drip, um, I'm just happy he can still write. I, I just I, truly, uh, but you know morphine's what? a lot. Maybe at this point, truly. It seems like he might need some medical attention. And uh, he says he was enlisted. Uh, he had the opportunity to participate in Desert Storm. Why does he operation. act like that's fucking like it's the Golden Globes? It is. You are yeah. a soldier during Desert Storm. You didn't have the opportunity to be like, and I just got to really say thank you so much. This has been an incredible desert based opportunity. I love blowing up people I don't know. Like, no, that is not a you. You volunteered. It's not like you also you don't get drafted anymore. You went. Well, it's still a very difficult thing. And oftentimes, I'm not, I'm not, oftentimes people are tricked. And be aware that when you give your life to the government, uh, you are giving yourself to an entity 
that really is not going to have your best interest in mind all the time. Be no. very, very safe when you're just trying to get out of school because you don't want to go to math class when the recruiter comes in because they'll have you sign a document right there. And this is almost the worst time <laughs> to sign up for the Army because we're fresh out of one war and we're just so ready to get into yeah. another one. They just can't fucking wait to get into another one. So it they might deploy you better. And it'll be a new war. It won't be like the old war where everyone got used to it. It'll be a nice day to be a, a sniper. So this is what German says. He says, my next dream is to invent something that is useful. So I don't know what that means. From jail? No, he. I don't think he's going to get. I think this is like maybe we maybe. I don't think you need to come back to the office, but he doesn't need to go to prison. Yeah, I mean, he's fired. Let's just have. I mean, I also do think like. I would fire him. I would say, oh, yeah, hey, he we, to, you might need to be fired. Well, just for his own sake. Just to be like, you don't like it here. We know you don't. It's obvious that there's issues. You know, he was a former diesel mechanic. He can get some work. Of course. Um, I mean, until they find out that he's developed to kill us about his last office that he was in, even if it was satire, it's really difficult. It's hard when that's a note on your LinkedIn. Yeah. I would scrub it. Are you, you going to hire this man? Do we need any? No, we just, we're no, fine. We're how good. about your own personal mechanic for your car? <laughs> like your Jay Leno. I don't have a diesel. Jay Leno should hire him. Jay Leno should hire and him. And he's just a it. normal guy. He comes right with his car magazines and he just, <laughs> he'll just sit there and read them all day. He loves his magazines. I want to talk about, remember this one story? And this is just something, it wasn't in the email, but do you remember the Susan Smith story? Yes. So this is a story, Susan Smith. Now, this story before the internet, before, uh, like, why true crime now? Okay, true crime forever. This story captivated America. Absolutely. It's this very woman, sad. Yeah, this woman killed her two sons. She drove them into the water. This was in South Carolina. And her name is like, Susan Smith. Yeah. But you know what? She has a lover now. And she's writing letters to her new boyfriend. She's 50 years old. She's serving a life sentence at Leith Correctional Institution in Greenwood. Well, it's but the Smith, same Casey Anthony joke. of it's like, you know, you don't have to worry about getting her pregnant. That is very true. I mean, she's 50, so you wouldn't anyway. But you could still get pregnant after 50. Again, dandelions. We can't talk about that. Let alone the other can. I when know, can you get pregnant? I know female <laughs> biology so well. I know about the guts inside of you, you fucking whatever you are. I know what you got, right? And guess yes. what, man? You jizz up in there. It depends on how wily the fucking gunk is. All right, and how thick your eggs are. Technically, I think you can pop them out every once in a while. I think the oldest person to have a baby was like 75. Her name's like, was that Sojourner Truth? I no Did I, am I incorrect? Is that I Grandma no. Moses? No, Grandma Moses started painting at 70. That's totally different than having a kid whatever man so susan smith's time behind bars has been fought with disciplinary actions illicit drug use self-mutilation and sexual contact with a guard however she has been behaving herself recently oh, she in fucked hopes her guard i think so however, she's kind of attractive yeah it's fine i mean she killed her two kids which i always like take that takes her down a couple well yeah i'm just saying um, she what you noticed that when she was younger she's like, let's just, sorry, this is going to be controversial. She had a bit of a glow up in jail. She seems to have been working out and look at her skin. Look, cause look, this is her in jail, right? She's kind of looking, yeah. she's looking kind of frumpy. That's not a glow up. No, dude, she's looking kind of like, if you look back and forth, it looks sort of like, remember Anne Hathaway, what was it with the princess movie where she's like, first yes. she's the dumpy and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, her hair's straight. What a, what a, what a difference. Princess. Oh yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. Look at that. 
She's way more attractive when, she, when she's 50. You know, I actually can't disagree with you too much on that. Okay, good point. Point noted. <laughs> she hopes to be released or paroled in November of 2024. Um, and if a member of her family tells people that she has started a new long-distance relationship that she helps will continue. Oh, every one of her relationships are long-distance. Released. She's yes. on fucking, she's in jail. But I'll tell you one thing. If I'm this romantic partner... You better pray to God she doesn't get released because I've seen Love After Lockup, man. It takes a second, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, she's been pretty well incarcerated at this point. Oh, yeah. And again, that's up for uh, other people to decide if she should or not. But the, the family says they write letters all the time. Again, what else is she supposed to do? And then they say they started about a year ago handwritten letters about what their future will be. She's very romantic like that, always wanting to find the happily ever after the man is in his mid-40s and lives in Columbia, South Carolina. She's not the woman that I thought she was because Susan Smith did it to get, literally like, she did it the most brutal way possible because she did it to get rid of her kids in order to make room for a new lover. I believe it. uh, who I was confusing it was was Andrea Yates. Oh, sure, sure. Who was the one that, who murdered, who drowned her five children because she was in the middle of a complete and total religious paranoid breakdown, which one day I feel like that's a story we'll do. Mark us kind of what was talking so about sad. and it's sad but i find it fascinating i find any family Ooh. annihilator to be very fascinating because it's that idea of like it is about you in your own way destroying yourself like that's what it is it's about destroying your oh. your lineage and your progeny like yeah. and there, so it is an extended suicide without the suicide and just to make this case even worse just to remind people what a horrible person this is um in 94 she was then 23 she told police a black man hijacked my car with my two young yes. kids in it. No, she and did it was the, nine days. She of, did the thing of the it was some kind of Asian like. And I remember this is these are all little seeds that planted in us. Mm-hmm. I remember the pressers oh, yeah. because my mother, she was on this because my mom was a mother and yes. she's like, I don't trust that woman. She said, I don't trust her, Benjamin, because it seems like I would never do. I was like, Mom, would you do that to me? She's like, you don't even fit in the truck. Ben, no, she would never say that. Honestly, um, she but was just- it was all a lie. She um, she killed a three year old and a 14 month old strapped in their car seats. That's a fucking bummer. <laughs> no. You've ruined everything. You've ruined the entire flow. Look at what he's ruined the show. Now we have to go. We got to dig our way out. And to Henry's point, she was secretly dating a man who didn't want children. Don't date this woman. Just honestly, again, well, how many times we've said this throughout the history of last podcast and the left? If you feel the need to kill your children or your family, just leave them. Just leave just them. Just leave them. It's better. Like, yes, will they be fucking warped for life? Sure. But it's so much better to leave them at the fire station and then just go and live your stupid life. Because guess what, man? That person that allows you to leave your kids at a fire station. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and limb here. Probably is gonna shoot you in the head later on in your life. <laughs> well, so know that if you are in a scenario where you feel like you have to give up your whole family to be with somebody, it's not a good scenario. It is absolutely not. In 2015, Smith wrote a letter to the state, and uh, she says she's just been misunderstood. She says, "I'm not the monster society <laughs> thinks I am. What? I am far from it. Uh, you how can't be though? that far from yeah, it. How?" How? How um, are you not? Well, she says, <laughs> this is what she says. She said, something went very wrong that night. I was not myself. <laughs> then she says, I was a good mother and I loved my boys. There was no motive as it wasn't even a planned event. 
I was not in my right mind. I, I just, I, if I'm not myself, protest. I eat ice cream like I did last night. I'm like, usually I don't eat ice cream, but I'm not myself tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if, I'm, if uh, I'm feeling bad, I, I literally, yeah, I fucking had a thing of like a whole thing of guacamole, night horse comes. Yeah, I didn't That's what it. I'm like. Oh, I'm just not myself as I'm drowning puffin. It's just not, that's like no. not appropriate. No, 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 no. Because you had a plan to drown puffin then. Like if you oh. have enough of a plan that it happens, there's a plan. You know what Absolutely. I, mean? I don't want to think about that. That's why no more pools for me because Puffin fell in one time and he's like, no. he's so he's got too much fur. He's, he's going to drown. And he's That's not like, a natural swimmer. No, he's not. He's a, no. he's a, he's a, he's a uh, tree creature. Anyway. He's a spitz. Uh, a uh, yes, a Japanese Spitz. Oh, absolutely. Don't Google that. Okay, so Smith's ex husband and father of the boys, he told people in 2012, in 2010, that he's never fully recovered. And he says, there's always this nagging and gnawing headache. Yeah, I bet. Which I can imagine. Which kind of like the guy who wrote the kill list. And you see, he didn't write a kill list, he just went on and lived his sad life. Yeah, that's the thing. What's you know worse, what the list or killing two people? I don't know. You know what he needs to do? Flip some houses. <laughs> Why? Keep your hands busy. That's so you think so he's no longer in the office setting. He and Susan Smith, maybe they can get together. Oh, I'm talking about the other guy. Flip a couple that of houses. Guy, I'm talking about Susan Smith's former oh, yeah, husband. Flip some houses, yeah, you know, yeah. Ken German is just kind of I don't know what the hell he's gonna do. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't really know. Live from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape. Put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Absolutely. Last podcast on the left, it's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like artist Angela. go on a journey to the beer by the sea. Take a small vacation, dance under sun-soaked trees. Very close, take me far to where I want to be. Just pick any day, feel it all drift away. Transport your lives a day with the fresh scent of flame. Welcome back to our studio where we have a special guest with us today, Toucan Sam from Fruit Loops. Toucan Sam, welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, and um, it's Fruit Loops, just so you know. Uh, fruit? Fruit. Yeah, fruit. No, it's Fruit Loops. The same way you say studio. That's not how we say it. Fruit Loops, find the loopy side. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. 
All right, this week's Hero of the Week, a special shout out to one hero, but he's not going to be the Hero of the Week, but he is a hero. His name is Jeff. Yep. And I saw him at the uh, airport on the way to Atlanta from Atlanta. Is this or, a, a man I, that you met? Or? He's a pilot. Okay. And he was in full pilot gear. Should and be. He said, Good. Yes. And he, not, and he was sober. And he was sober. Well, this is why he's the hero is because he arrived sober. He's partly a hero. Yes. Because he arrived sober because apparently Henry was telling me a story where another person's flight said he said it was delayed because the pilot showed up hammered. There are, there's been two flights in a row <laughs> that I've been out there where they said the pilot showed up because now they're doing because of the one that happened like yes. two or three weeks ago where a pilot showed up hammered and apparently they do random breathalyzer tests and they did it and then he was fucking actually <laughs> visibly drunk so we had to leave and so to the, I was waiting online for a flight and this guy came up and he's like hey tell me uh, Delta you're lucky the last flight they fucking had to cancel because the pilot showed up drunk and it was because they've know. had a double I'm the pilot ah, it's me <laughs> and no I'm not one anymore now I'm a citizen but they went to go and they, they now are doubling up on the breathalyzers to get you onto the plane well you know the only thing that comforts me again is the plane wants to stay in the air and the plane does most of the flying Although the landing and takeoffs are important. It's all on the pilot. Yeah. All right. But so, Jeff, thank you. It was great to meet you in the airport. And thank you for flying uh, safely. And thank you for getting people to their destinations on time and safely. Or at the very least, safely and on time at best. All right. But the hero of the week, security gods, Baltimore. I love this story. So the security guards at the Baltimore Museum of Art, they, you know, they do everything. They tell people where the bathroom is. Oh, they yes. help people do everything. But now. They save the art. They have been. I got too close to a bonsai tree at Huntington Library and it's security <laughs> fucking all over me. And I wasn't going to do anything. I wasn't going to do anything. Well, now there is a special expedition at the BMA curated entirely by the security detail. It's 17 members. They were selected. They were each asked to select three pieces of art that they wanted to exhibit. And uh, it's called Guarding the Art. And uh, over the uh, early days of the pandemic, they were tutored on how to curate, set lighting, and write placards, um, which also makes it seem like they were asked to do far more than they actually had to do yes. or should have been doing. But nonetheless, I think it's really cool that the guards are curating the entire museum. And I think it's important to remember that everyone, art is subjective and it's universal. Absolutely. And you don't have to be some snobby McSnobberson to be like, no, that's good art. It's like, no, that's a banana taped to a goddamn wall and you're a moron. So I'm just proud of the guards. Uh, among the guards is Alex Lees. They chose uh, three works of Winslow Homer's waiting for an answer. He says it's strangely reflective of the experience of being a guard, a job most made up of waiting. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good story. Much like a baseball player, isn't it? Yep. Yes, this is according to another guard, Hurry Rob Kempton. That's what we do in film. That's right. I've always thought that these are the best moments to create conversation among visitors where we can have commonality already. So isn't that nice? So that security nice. guards at the Baltimore Museum of Art, you are Hero of the Week, and congratulations on curating an entire exhibit. And we need to treat everyone special because they are aren't they some people see, aren't some people aren't i'm gonna say some people are some people, some people everybody's may kill a person. Us. Some, some people may kill their kids the key is to treat everybody i don't say treat everybody like they're special treat everybody like a person like a person absolutely yes. correct all right there you go there love we my, go love my good old security guards no i do too here's some listener emails please god don't be about flowers anything but about flowers i asked last time about what would a cop would say if they found Oh, the the Randy Crafts, like that style of someone with a decap, like a fucking cut off penis, like in the passenger seat, <laughs> yeah. someone's car. And one officer wrote in to say, if I were to pull over a car and discover a grisly scene such as that one, my reaction would be a mixture of, 
fuck me, this is at least four hours of paperwork. Okay. And a little bit of, ooh, this is a spicy story to tell over the dinner later. So, yes, what I said. He's like, it's just one of those where it's like if you're into the job, you're into the job. But the paperwork really is 90% of the job, isn't it? My dad talked about it all the time. And it's an entire cops. And besides just going, you know, like, wee, wee, wee. You know, you would think with technology being what it is, um, pictures, film, I might. Can you do a video diary instead of writing? I mean, they I don't do. want to be writing. I feel like they all should be thankful for them all wearing the body cams. I think that is really a good thing for them. I will and say they could use some different direction because oh, yes. uh, the body cams are a lot of times like, what am I looking at here? It's like it's, when you find Bigfoot. Yes. Uh, but at least somebody, yeah, somebody, they need an editor. That's a good point. Now, I asked last time, what would it smell like in Kraft, Randy Kraft's car? Because we said about how his car was like soaked with blood for all this time. And I got some really, I got this one really fun answer. All right. I have been a paramedic in one of the most violent cities in America for eight years. Oh, let me guess. Baltimore. I don't know. I didn't say. So I've got a pretty good nose for it. Blood is a very distinct smell in large volumes. It's not unpleasant, but it's not pleasing either. It smells metallic, somewhat sweet. It's a smell that is distinct, hmm. like a handful of wet coins. As it ages, the plasma begins to take over the odor due to saponification, overpowering the iron, and it begins to smell more pungent. Huh. It burns the nose a little bit and smells simply wrong. It's somewhat a painful smell. It's distinctly sour and sharp. The best daily analog I have is the smell of ground beef that's gone past a sour. Okay. okay. All right. Organs, though, add a different element to that. Abdominal organs, especially, have a very unique acrid smell that is no congruence with anything I've encountered elsewhere. The liver has a smell I can only describe as greasy, and bits of brain, if they are <laughs> or were at all applicable, smell uniquely highly of metal. Due to Kraft's fixation of genitalia, I'm sure an aspect of urine smell comes into play, which just adds to a layer of disgusting. Wow. Um, okay, yes, yeah, so he said, honestly, his car would probably be considered a hazmat situation by smell alone. Oh, my God. And he would just go in there every freaking day. Uh, time oh, to yes. make the donuts. Okay. So do you want a... Let me ask you this okay. for, for before, Ooh, I, dealer's before choice. I ask question. Dealer's choice. Do you want a uh, magician story <gasps> okay. or a story about sounding? <laughs> because we've done a lot of sounding. I think, that, honestly, I think that we've done story. a lot. Let's do the magician. Sounding is sound. We know what sounding is. We have done a lot. This was female sounding, and mostly they Ended just up in say, their pee hole? They say that mostly the woman who put the glass up her pee hole is insane. They mostly do them have been like, I'm a responsible sounder. Okay. I use a tire iron. You know what okay, I mean? Like, that's good. what they say. Like, okay. oh, no, no, I boil it. I use a thinner piece, not whatever that woman Let's does. go to the wonderful world of magic. Sure. Your stories this week about magicians and hypnotism reminded me of one of the most shameful era of my life. The two years I spent in my university's magic society. My boyfriend <laughs> at the time was an amateur magician and encouraged me to join so we could hang out more. Aww. As one of only two women among about 30 men, yeah. I was constantly subjected to comments about being a quote-unquote hot assistant when I was actually better at it than my boyfriend was. Some of my favorite moments include... The time we hired a professional hypnotist to give us a lesson, and the first thing he did was somehow make a guy come in his pants. <laughs> Said hypnotist, then robbing money from all of our bags, we went to a bar afterwards. Great. One guy attempting to hypnotize a woman on a night out who then rightly called the police. The president of the society bringing his creepy stepdad to our meetings. 
One night, the stepdad sexually assaulted me, and I had to get him banned from campus because what? the president didn't want to stop bringing him to hang out with us. Oh, my goodness. It was rough. Come on, guys. So I guess the moral of the story is don't trust people whose main hobby is wanting to deceive people. Uh, you know what? Not a great, uh, not a great, um, it's not a recommendation to date a magician, is it? It is not. And then here, and then one last thing about shortchange uh. artists. We talked about this. I'm a reformed criminal. It's like, I, I, like this is really interesting. I was a professional shoplifter for about five years and solely made my income from it. I also dabbed in shortchanging various cons. Shortchange artists are a dying breed, but there's really an art to it. You have to have a mouthpiece on you and be able to stay ahead of whoever you're speaking to. Usually when you are shortchanging, you insist that you gave the teller a $100 bill, but you really gave them a $10 bill. Then you just run mental laps around them until they are convinced that they are wrong. Not everyone will fall for it, but more than you would think do. It also helps make sure that the place of business is extremely busy and has been for a while. Ah, uh, so they just want to get you out of there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're trying to end the conversation. Right. Oh, yes. All right, everyone. But that's important. That's also, that's the truth. And I will say that that is how you know you're being railroaded. When someone is trying to force ooh, you ooh, to ooh, jam ooh. you into a decision really fast, especially when you're on the phone, when they call you and they're hitting you with a bunch of answers, never be afraid to be rude. No. And I mean, I, I've, I actually also, just dealt with this. You could just be like, fuck you. Leave me alone. Hang up. Like absolutely. You just don't, just don't have to talk. Do not engage. Also, I guess, so this is happening to me. I had four people fake accounts this, yesterday. I yes. don't know why that happened. It happens. I will never address, hey, fan. Uh, no, no, it's happening. never been. Kissel literally will, will not. Will, he does not. He like we do very like light DM exchanges with people I don't know. Like, oh, like, oh, hell yeah. Or like, I, I, think, will, I can I have will a not. full conversation with you, but it will always be like, I'm not going to randomly reach out to you. He is not going to. So please, anyway. All um, right. Oh, so just live your life every day knowing for a fact if you're the only way you know you're talking to Ben Kissel, if you can smell him. It goes, <laughs> oh, you can see him coming. And he I comes love, sauntering around. Yeah. He smells like chicken wings and beer. Oh. And when all of a sudden you're like, oh, there he is. And you can laugh just thinking about, oh, <laughs> there he is, the man to entertain me. The big long man, certainly not inside of my tiny DMs. He couldn't even fit in there. Oh. And then you can love knowing for a fact that you have just conquered the beast that is loving a podcaster Indeed. because it's difficult when your heart because our heart belongs to the audience uh, it does in many ways no i do love having a good conversation with people and there's we nothing had so wrong much with fun that. we were on beale street and yeah. mo like we were oh, in memphis so walking down like meeting a bunch of new people we had so much fun honestly I wow this weekend really gave me a new lease on life a new another one year another one year life <laughs> i won't go that far it was actually it was just fun all but right everyone well communication is a wonderful thing and let's communicate more so we don't have fucking freakouts happening all the time seriously you got to say you got to say your feelings just, we are we're getting back to it everyone's just getting used to being around each other again we're gonna, gonna do it absolutely so make sure you guys check out our comic book comic book last comic book yes thank you last comic book on the left yes um for z2 soul plumber that's still out there. We're going to start. One day we will have a graphic novel. Absolutely. A compilation. I don't know when we're going to do that. Um, and then and we're going to be uh, in Boston. Check it out to Boston. And we're going to be in Mash and Tucket. Now, listen, if you are, I'm going to say this. I don't know where the fuck Mash and Tucket is. It's in uh, Connecticut. Sure. And it's I don't a even casino. know. If, I don't even know if we're saying it correct because you no, guys just, I'm going to say this. You guys make shit up. 
about how you pronounce your Connecticut and your Massachusetts cities. You just make it up. It's I know pronounced that you, uh, uh, Chamberlainville. Yeah, like, well, I, I, no, I don't know. I thought it was it's, Mash and Tucket. It's spelled like Mash and Tucket. But if you are anywhere near, come on out. Please, and it is a casino, and it is not an exaggeration. I love to play my roulette. He'll be there. three card. So, uh, you and know. And it's that Sunday, it's that Saturday night, too, so we'll be in yeah. the casino. And there's, I, I don't know where else to go in Mash and Tucket, if that's what it's called. <laughs> I don't think there's so, so much money. We will be at the casino. So come watch Kissel lose money. Or um, win money. Come or, on now. No, no, 50 50 50 50. Um, yeah, basically, it's true. And watch me watch from the side. Because <laughs> I'll just be, I'm just going to uh, go where if, if they have a Guy Fieri restaurant, I'll be there. Oh, buddy, I'll be right there with you. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Get out there and say hello to people this week. Just try to be a human again. Yeah. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Tell me, you fuckers. Absolutely. And if you're in a coma right now, wake up. Start, wake up. Number one, wake, wake up. up. Tickle the toes. Yeah, if you had, honestly, tonight, if you know somebody who's in a coma and you love them, just go play with their dick and balls and their pussies for a little bit, honestly. If you loved them before they went into the coma, obviously. Not if you're related to them. I mean, not if you're a brother or sister or whatever. That's weird. That's weird. I'm just saying, if you can get in there and really just try to understand, they might be feeling something immune to. Also, I've seen a lot of documents. People are getting stuck in dryers. Be very careful. Be careful. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Your home is your place of peace. It's clean. It's welcoming. <sighs> and it's definitely not crawling with invading insects if you use Ortho Home Defense Max. Use it indoors on non-porous surfaces to treat and prevent cockroaches, spiders, and ants for up to 12 months. So your home can stay your place of peace, your work-from-home office, and your family's headquarters. Kill bugs inside, keep bugs outside, and love your home. Visit ortho.com for more.